0: This is Psalms to Guide, Season 5, Episode 14, The Daniel Fast, Part 2. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.psalmstoguide.com. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or the wine he drank, so he asked the chief officer to be excused from defiling himself. Please try and experiment on your servants. For ten days, have them give us only vegetables to eat and water to drink. Daniel chapter 1, verses 8 and 12. CJB. Welcome back to the Psalms of God podcast. This is your host Ree and today we're revisiting a conversation from all the way back in season one. So in season one I did an episode called the Daniel Fast and I talked about my first experience attempting the Daniel Fast and it's still up on all platforms. I will link it in the description box if you want to go back if you weren't here for season one but In that episode, I primarily focused on how I didn't really find it that challenging. And the primary cause for that is because I'm already vegetarian and I have plant-based tendencies. I don't consume a lot of dairy outside of cheese. um, And I just felt like the restrictions didn't really change my diet that drastically much. I have done the Daniel fast a couple of times since then, but more recently I did it and it was very different than the first time and the second time. And I really wanted to go back and revisit that conversation and talk about a couple of new things I noticed and how, where you are in your life or in your spiritual life, more certainly, um, how that affects the fasting process. So... One of the things that I noticed off the bat is that during my initial fasting attempt, I did not seem very concerned with the fact that everyone had different ideas of what was and wasn't part of the Daniel fast. I touched on this a little bit in the previous episode, so I won't go deep into that, but because people are picking and choosing from two different passages in Daniel, which are actually two totally different fasts, you get kind of this conglomeration of rules and they're not necessarily biblical, but they're not not biblical. Um, people say things like, you can't have sugar, which, you know, I guess that's rich food, maybe, maybe not. It doesn't necessarily say that. There are people who say that, you know, you can't have processed food which eh, I mean I don't know if they had processed food during Daniel's day but stuff like that where it's like the bible doesn't actually say that but if you want to go with that um, I think in my first attempt I just went with it because I already knew that the shift wasn't going to be that drastic for me. So I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. We're going to put all these extra restrictions on just to make it a little bit more challenging, a little bit more interesting. Um, so I I went with that. But this last time that I did it, it kind of irritated me because I would think of something and I would look it up and y'all, I saw somebody talking about you can't have salt. And I was like, whoa, now y'all done lost it. That's a whole different level right there. That's a whole, like, if I can't put salt on my food, I'm just not going to eat. We might as well go into full fast mode because there is no purpose in eating flavorless food. Like, that's, that's getting a little crazy. It did not say, Daniel said, don't put no seasoning on my vegetables. So, you know, I felt a lot more strongly about that aspect. And I realized that that was because I actually did feel a lot more constricted about what I was eating. So one of the major changes that I did in this past fast is that I gave up things that imitated things as well. So the first time I did it, I still consumed almond milk and I still consumed like coconut milk yogurt as long as it didn't have sugar added to it. And that is a huge that, or I should say, that was a huge game changer because it took away a lot of those things that, even though, you know, overnight oats without sugar is not that great or without some sort of sweetener, but it was a little bit more difficult because now I can't have overnight oats for breakfast. I can't have eggs for breakfast. I can't have pancakes for breakfast. I can't have waffles. You know, all of a sudden it's like, wait, what am I actually eating for breakfast? All I'm eating is like a piece of fruit. And so that made it a little bit more difficult, definitely a little bit more challenging. Um, But also, this time when I went in, I went in more so with a purpose. I feel like the other times that I fasted, I still was doing it sort of as a... I don't want to say going through the motions type of a thing, but it was like the first time I did it, I had never fasted. And you're reading the Bible, and it says that believers should be fasting. So I was like, I'm going to try fasting. And then the other times, it's like, oh, a friend of mine is fasting. I'm going to fast with you. Or I'm just fasting because we're Christians. We should fast often. I'm trying to keep up with my discipline or whatever. But I didn't really have something that I was fasting for. This time I actually felt compelled to fast for a reason. And so since I've been in North Carolina, you know, I've I've been telling you guys about how hard it's been to transition, to get things, you know, kind of organized. I'm still in the process of moving to like a final place or a more permanent place. Um, so I'm in an apartment and everything in my apartment is broken, guys. The washing machine is broke. The refrigerator is broke, the dryer is broke, the freezer is broke, the tub is broken, um, there are blinds that are missing like slats in it, so like lights shine through at night, everything is broken, and I'm not a huge fan of where I am right now, and it's been very, very hard because I really, really liked my place in Texas, so that shift has been... A bit of a struggle on me I guess mentally um, which also goes into physical and spiritual things because they're all kind of interconnected and one of the things that I started to notice is that I was eating very poorly because I hated going in my kitchen Uh, the kitchen here is in a corner and it's in a way I understand why they designed the apartment this way but it just I don't like it because of how I am. Um, So there are no windows in the kitchen. There is no window light getting to the kitchen. So even at noon on a sunny day, the kitchen is dark. Just super, super dark. And even when I go in, I have to cut on the top light. I have to cut on the lights over the bar. I have to cut the light on over over the stove just to be able to see and it's still dark in there on top of it being in this corner and being dark they put black appliances and black cabinets and dark countertops and dark floors and I'm like who designed this at least put white stuff in here so that it'll be brighter nope they didn't do that so as you can tell The kitchen in my apartment very much bothers me. I don't like to go in there. So I haven't really been cooking. I have been basically eating out nonstop. I have no idea what I'm eating because let's be real. Anytime you order from a food place, they tell you things and you're just trusting on the Lord that that's what they actually give you and that the food is prepared, you know, well and clean and good and that it's not just going to kill you. So when you combine what that kind of like just eating out all the time like i'm eating chipotle twice a week or whatever um and then i don't like to cook in this kitchen so i'm no longer preparing like healthy snacks for myself i'm eating potato chips as snacks um and that's really bad food Which doesn't help your mental health, it doesn't help your your physical health, it doesn't help your energy levels. So basically all of this stuff was starting to come to a head where I just didn't feel great. And I said to myself like, you know what, when I move, I'm going to do a cleanse, I'm going to do a fast, and I'm going to get back on track. And that was my plan until I was driving down the highway and saw a homeless person holding up their sign saying that they didn't have any food and they didn't have any money and that they had kids and all of this stuff. And I realized that I've been saying a lot of when I move. When I move, I'll get back to filming regular YouTube videos. When I move, I'll update the podcast more often. I'll update the blog more often. I will journal more often. I'm, I'm gonna eat right. Like everything is gonna happen when I move. But despite the inconveniences and the trouble that I'm having in my apartment, it's not like I live in a shack or in a rough neighborhood where there are like drive-bys or that I'm homeless with absolutely nothing. And looking at this woman standing on the side of the road, I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I, why am I putting off today or putting off for tomorrow what can be done today and I realized you know I shouldn't keep putting it off because I'm supposed to praise him in the rain as well as the sunshine and there are a lot of people who would kill to be able to have the apartment that I have right now even though I'm clearly not appreciating it and I felt like I needed to do the fast right then so i started planning and i threw together a rough list and i did an abbreviated daniel fast now the reason i did an abbreviated daniel fast is because um like i said cooking in this kitchen is very difficult and i went the step further to restrict like things that are similar so you know i'm not gonna make veggie burgers because that's too close to an actual burger I you know I'm not going to um, do things that are basically if I can't make it in my house I'm gonna try to stay away from it I did have brown rice but you know I didn't want to have like almond milk I didn't want to have coconut milk yogurt um, and things like that because I wanted to try to keep it very like whole food based And I knew I wouldn't be able to keep up with that, but for so long because cooking in that kitchen is just a disaster. But I surprised myself. By probably the third day, I felt like I had more energy. Um, I was feeling a lot better about myself. I was proving to myself that I could in fact cook in that kitchen, even though I didn't want to if I made myself. And surprisingly, I managed to meal prep like I used to today. um even though I am technically done with the fast, I was able to keep some of that going and you know, I think for the next week or or maybe even until I get my place, I will probably try to stay somewhere within the Daniel fast realm, um maybe not quite a tight Daniel fast where. You know, I'm abstaining from all things sugar or, you know, I'm only drinking water and, you know, I'm not having uh, dairy substitutes or anything like that. But definitely trying to stay away from like processed foods, um, trying not to eat out, more so eating in my own kitchen and, um, you know, focusing on drinking more water because I'm really bad at drinking water. Just like little things that I think definitely helped me physically and mentally that came from the Daniel fast. But as I was doing it, I knew I wanted to come do a podcast when I finished because this time I really did feel different before and after. There definitely was more of a spiritual component in it. Um, I still didn't really feel through the week like I was that that far off. I did have a couple of times, so I thought I had sweet potato fries in my freezer that I could have put in the oven to bake. um, And I was counting on that for a snack and then realized that I did not have those sweet potato fries in my freezer. And then I had to order food cause I didn't have any food in my house and I was looking for food that was Daniel fast appropriate. And that was a struggle. Um, but outside of that occurrence, I still didn't feel extremely restricted, which I think is a good thing. Um, but I did feel God moving. I definitely felt more of like me before the fast and me after the fast were different people, were, was somebody who had had an experience with God or who had, put down my burden and let God have it and and turned away from, you know, the more selfish parts of myself or the more, I guess, perfectionist parts of myself as well. And so I just wanted to add that update or addendum to my my original Daniel Fast episode because I think it's only fair that as I grow and as I experience things, if we've talked about them to continue to talk about them. So that's my most recent experience with the Daniel Fast. As always, if you have done the Daniel Fast, especially if you've done it multiple times, have you noticed differences um, over the course of you trying it? And is it like me, where it's like your headspace and why you went into it made the difference? Or is it how you did it? Or is it just, you know, just different? Let me know in the comment section and I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye.